What 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 is going on? Welcome to the live. Obviously, uh, we do this every single day. And uh, if you are not familiar, then you have to click that notification bell because we go live every single day. I am traveling tomorrow to uh, Omaha, Nebraska, a nice flyover state. Omaha on Wednesday and Thursday. I'm red-eyeing it back into the city so I can go into work. Uh, greetings, greetings from New York City. How are you doing today? So. Um, you know, I get this question a lot, and I actually am gonna make an Instagram post and kind of, you know, just let my feelings out on this because I, I get, I literally get this message weekly. You know, it's one of those things people always say, you need to talk to X and Y because they are a great attorney. I'm like, we already have our attorneys. You should talk to X and Y because they're a great banker. What's going on, my man, Chris? And it, it's, it just happens all the time. So this is the second asked question. Not only all the introductions that people, I wouldn't even want to know what it's like at the highest level, like say Gary or any, or like Tony Robbins, like how many, it's easy. It's easy to, you know, see um, the, the, it's easy to see a product launch. They don't see that Apple had months of manufacturing delays or Tesla was, you know, the easiest one is, is look into the new, um, the Dreamliner by uh, Boeing, okay? Boeing had years of delays because they tried to do something new. But you see this, this finished product, this, this airplane that fits people in there and it takes off and you see this finished product, you have no idea what went into that. And that's the thing is that a lot of people see the front end of it. They see the, the, the cars and Lamborghinis by Ty Lopez, or they see you know Tony Robbins filling up an entire arena and just dominating. And they think, well, this is easy. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna become a public speaker. I'm gonna start my own business. You know, that's the thing is they see the end result. You know, that, that's why I always say, Focus on the process. Should I apply to any job to not have time for excuses to not finding a job? Yeah, that, that's the thing is that action cures all, okay? Action, I don't know if you follow my Instagram stories, but that was my quote yesterday. And it wasn't even my quote, I took it from Gary, Gary took it from other people, and that's it. Action is the cure-all, it's the cure-all. Let me just prop this up a little bit so I'm not leaning down. When you start a business, you, it, it's the end result of anything. What's going on, Erwin? We got a big party today going on. When you see the end result of anything, a good body, a great relationship, your kids being, you know, your kids going to a great school, or they get the MVP, or they get a captain on their chest, and they're, they're winning championships, LeBron, whatever. Do you understand the amount of mental energy that goes into actually doing that? The amount of physical work, the amount of action that is required to do that, no. But it's easy to judge. It's easy to judge. Good morning, good morning. We got a big party going on. Maybe I should start all these at five o'clock. Five o'clock, nine o'clock. Should I start a business? <clears throat> I say no. I say no. You shouldn't, okay? There's a simple reason why not. Because if you're asking the question, you are already behind, okay? If you're 18 and you're asking the question, that's different. If you're 25, I go like this. But if you're 32 and you're asking that question, no, you shouldn't. Because it, it's a track record. What is your track record of jobs? What have you done in the past that has shown that you deserve 
to start a business, okay? Yes, you can start a business, but if there, there, there has, there's two things that go into this. Number one is your track record, and then I'll talk into the needs and wants and everything else. The track record is, have you ever been a waiter? Have you ever been a bartender? Have you ever, <clears throat> excuse me, have you ever done door-to-door sales? Have you ever uh, done cold calling? Have you done any kind of sales at any time? No, don't start a business. And I was talking about it yesterday. I was, I was out with these guys, I, and I talked about it actually yesterday's um, YouTube, which is the past is in the future though. I'll talk about that in a second. Um, so I'm talking about these guys, and the, uh, yesterday I said, find your tribe. You, you, can, you can change and learn, yeah. I'll talk about that in a second. So, um, find your tribe yesterday. That's what I was talking about. Find your tribe. It could be a bowling league. It could be church. It could be the gym. It could be whatever. It could be a book club. Find a tribe. Okay. I was talking about it actually with the gym teacher today, and I'll get back into this, this video in a second. The gym teacher today, I, I joked about it. I went back to the gym at 5 PM and holy shit, it was crowded. You know, I'm talking about people not going to the gym. That, that gym was fucking packed. So maybe I should shut my mouth. Uh, so, but I saw one of the gym teachers and, and, I, and I called her out and I was like, Kendall, I was like, I was like, you have like 30 people waiting for your class right now. This is crazy. There's a line that wrapped around the gym, ready to go into her CrossFit class. And I'm like, and then out loud, like, an, you know, like, like the guy I am, I go, I'm like, you should start your own gym. You know, just blast it out. So she, she, text, or she messaged me, she goes, funny that you should say that, we should talk tomorrow. So we had class today. She's leaving somewhere else. And the number one reason is that she can't want to be controversial. There's one's going to be controversial. I don't know what, sorry, or when I, I don't, just clarify this freaking little, this little, there we go. All right, this little fly has been flying around. There we go. Um, the, the number one reason she's leaving is because there's no tribe at Equinox. People go in, they take the class, and they leave. Okay, and that has to do with the business and the brand, which I'm gonna be talking about in a second. This is gonna be a nice long one. There's a lot of things that Charles needs to say. And yeah, good, he, he deserved to die. He came into my office. <laughs> so when she said the number one reason is there's no tribe, I went literally back to the YouTube video and I said, holy shit, you're right. If you are not forming connections, if you are not actually moving forward in whatever your passion is and forming People, like-minded people like this, just like last night. I was talking about it at this mastermind. The guy to my left is literally getting hired by Google because there's something that's gonna be coming out in the news and he was telling us about it, uh, that, that Google is gonna be releasing data and whatever, okay? What's going on, Matt? And uh, it's gonna be coming out in the news and obviously I won't say anything more even though I just said a lot. <laughs> and he's gonna be starting, he's three months ahead of other companies that know about this and he's starting a company, immediately there's gonna be 200 people hired. He's flying out to Amsterdam, he's gonna start one there, he's gonna to go to London, he's gonna start an office there, and then he's going to, I think, Germany. That's insane. Then the next person said, oh, by the way, uh, yeah, last week I won an Emmy. Uh, okay, uh, that's insane. So it, then he's getting his second book published, okay? And he's a pretty big author. So I'm thinking, holy shit, this is the small game that I'm playing. You know. Find your tribe, okay? So with the culture that moves into the, the, the starting the business, okay? So there's so many different aspects to starting a business. If you're going solopreneur, which is no one else is gonna be around you and you have, uh, you know, you do basket weaving and you don't wanna scale the business, that's not a big deal. 
Yeah, you can do that. Can you make a lot of money? You gotta fucking hustle, okay? Weekends, you gotta answer emails. You gotta get on the phone. That's it. People don't like sales. That's the thing. So, Chris, understandable, people can change. They can learn. But the action part is something you can't, you can't put that into someone's belly. You know, when the teacher's there, the student will show up. Or when the student's ready, the teacher shows up. That's the thing is that I can't, so Adam, the guy that used to work with him, I couldn't, I couldn't physically pick up a phone and shove it right to his head and say, make calls. I couldn't do it with the other two people that worked with us. There is an innate ability to go out and get business, okay? That comes from within, okay? That is something I can't teach you if you go to the gym. You need that, that inner motivation. You need that why, okay? The why is easy when it's a relationship because that's natural. It's easy when it's, a, uh, when it's health because something may happen in an emergency like a heart attack or something, or you're getting married and you wanna you know, look good. There's motivation behind it. There's a why behind it, okay? When you are starting a business and there is no one telling you what to do, it is number one, it could be overwhelming. That's the first thing is it's overwhelming. Where do I start? Do I market? Do I do sales? Do I do customer service? Do I do a website? Do I do a brand? Do I do colors? Do I need an office? Do I, what about colors and printers and staples and computers and internet and cell phones? There's so much shit that goes into it. So people get overwhelmed, analysis paralysis, and they don't take any action, okay? Then there's people that take action, but they don't know why they're doing it. They don't, they don't have the inner why. That's why there's so, there's really three types of camps, okay? The first camp is the people that build a business because they just want to and it feels good. They wanna say that they're an entrepreneur, they don't really make a lot of money, and they, are you a little sick? Yeah. So it's literally because I've woken up, I woke up twice last week at four o'clock, so, and I haven't gotten much sleep, but it is what it is because well, I'm not gonna get much sleep tomorrow because I'm waking up at four o'clock for a flight to go to um, Omaha. And then I'm um, coming back at 10 p.m. and then waking up for uh, work. So it'll, it'll happen, you know, I'm not worried about it. And it's not really sick because it's just, you know, sniffles. I don't, sick people like stay home. Bunch of soft people, they just stay home. Um, but I have a lot of work to do. Getting back to the topic. One of the biggest things is the first camp, they're doing it for the, the, the publicity. They're doing it for their name. They're doing it because they have an ego to satisfy that they're worth it, you know? They're, they're filling a hole in their, um, their I don't know, their, their needs and wants. Then you, and they only make about $125,000 and they never go up, they never look to scale, and they're always there, 125,000 and under, okay? Those are the people that are like barbers and everything like that. Then you have the second group, and the second group are people that, um, you know, maybe they have one or two people. They, they're always looking to make a little bit more money. But then the third camp is the people that are looking to scale and make a global, it could be a global effort, it could be a national effort, it could be a uh, local effort, it doesn't really matter. But those are the people that, um, that you have this burning desire that at all costs you want to win, okay? Those are the Steve Jobs, the Elon Musk, the Jeff Bezos, the Richard Bronsons, those are the names you know. The middle group are the people that are like me, okay, right now. And then you have the bottom group, which are people that are in it, 
they're, they're in real estate. They're not really doing any business. They, um, you know, they, you know, they have a, a service business or a social media business or they have a marketing business, but they're not really doing, they're not really doing much. You know, they have a health business. Like this one girl that I, I, I met at a Todium Robbins event, she has a health business. I have no idea how she had, makes any money. Uh, she sells these products, these like bullshit products online. But the reason that she's, she's still doing it, uh, no, 125,000, uh, granted, I don't know where you are. 125,000 for life is not a lot of money, okay? Like, like, listen to a couple of videos in Grant Cardone, okay? 125,000, if you are, um, I don't know, 50, 45, and you're making 125,000, you have, you have your expenses, your wife's expenses, or your husband's, or, or if you're a woman, your husband's, and your kids. That's a lot of fucking money. <laughs> and that's making 125,000. What are taxes? So you're only pulling home like 80, you know, living expenses, food, healthcare, all that jazz, because you don't pay for any of that. There is no 401k. There is no biweekly paycheck. There is no retirement fund. There is no health insurance. That's not happening. You know, what's going on, Joey? There is no security. Tony Robbins summed it up great. And the reason I'm saying this is because Gary's finally coming around and saying, um, yeah, there's nothing left at the end. Gary's finally coming around and talking about, it's not easy. Because he came out and he was like, hustle and, and shit will happen. Okay, no, Gary. Okay, there's no practical advice in that. What does hustle mean? You know, there's a lot of people that are gonna do a lot of tasks and nothing gets done, okay? That, that's, that's literally the far majority of most people. They are, they are busy, but they're not productive. There is a massive difference between that. And the reason I say don't start a business is because look at the statistics. If 80% of the businesses succeeded, then I would say, of course, start a business. Statistics are the opposite. 80% fail within five years. Might even be higher. I'm assuming it's higher. It's probably 90% fail within five years. 50% probably less. You know, I was, I was out with uh, the one guy, I've already talked about it, and he started a business, he got one sale, and he's really downtrodden. He, he thought, this is it, I got a sale, this is the end of it, I'm gonna, you know, launch this and it's gonna take off. No, 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 you have to show up every day, okay? You have to show up every single day, and you're gonna have shitty problems that happen. Yesterday, before the closing, we had an outstanding permit on the apartment that we were gonna sell. Okay, that permit was not closed by the Department of Buildings. That was literally hours before the closing. We had to do so many loops to get that closed. That is a dip, that's a mindset that you don't focus on the problem, you focus on the solution. What's the solution? Who do we need to call? You call the DOB. Once the DOB says you need to call the, the, the Department of Licensing, uh, or I'm sorry, the Department of Permits within the DOB, then you get an expediter who then goes up to Albany. They don't drive, but you go up to Albany, okay? You say, oh, that's easy, okay? This is the thing is that I have now come to the conclusion that I will not judge something unless I've done it, okay? Maybe a little bit, but I'm not gonna fully bring out my opinion unless I've done it. Kids, no, I'm not gonna judge. Being a parent, are you kidding me? I used to be, what, if that was my kid, this is what I would do. Okay, really, Charles, really? Do you know if the, the daughter is sick and that's why she's crying on the plane? Do you know if the daughter has maybe uh, autism and that's why she's crying? I think if you leave under the matters, you're making 150. Well, yeah, well, listen, <laughs> get away with uh, leaving it under the mattress, trust me. 
My first three years, I didn't know I had to pay taxes. I shit you not, I didn't know. Did you listen to Napoleon Hill seminar? A little bit, his voice is a little bit annoying. I also haven't had time. With starting a business, I would say, you know, to anyone that um, wants to start a business, this is the first step that you need to do. You have your regular job. I don't know what it is. It could be nine to five. It could be bartending. It could be a musician. It could be an artist. It could be whatever. Okay. The first thing you need to do is literally in the waking hours that you would do your outlet, your outlet, which is social media or watching the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs or movies or whatever, you know, pleasure, whatever. During those two hours, those three hours, right before you go to bed, you start working on your business, okay? If that is a burden, you should really question it. If you say, I don't really wanna do it tonight, you should really question it. Should I, because if you're looking at those three hours before you go to bed, when you want that outlet, do you understand the last month, and I'm not saying, oh, Pat Charles on the back, the last month, I, have, I did not go out at all, and I worked, and, and this isn't for everyone. I like it, but I needed to work. I needed to put the systems in place because there's two people that I'm thinking of, of bringing on board, okay? Because I can't handle the open houses on Sunday. It's just, it just, it's just, it's impossible. But the thing is, I can't bring those people on because I've brought on people and I've completely made the wrong mistake, okay? They need to be self-motivated. I have to create the culture, which is the tribe. That's the thing, okay? I walk around here, okay? This is the thing finding a good balance between the two. Um, you know, as, as uh, Bezos has said, he calls it work-life harmony. I don't call it a balance. I like harmony. Um, Tony Robbins has referred to it as balancing, okay? I like the word harmony. And the reason being is that Bezos, Jeff Bezos said, when you are 100% in at work and you're, doing, and you're fucking rolling at work, you can then bring that confidence home and then the relationship with your kids and your wife are unbelievable. And you're just rolling that home. You know, you're 100% present. And I've really tried very hard this year to improve that where when I'm with my family, I'm 100% in, my phone is nowhere. I'm very good at putting my phone away. I can tell you that. I, I hate the phones at the table. I told all the guys yesterday, I said no phones at the table. I don't give a shit. You know, unless it's an emergency, the one guy's wife is pregnant. So I'm like, all right, listen, shit goes down. You know, the mastermind takes second place on that. So this is the thing is 100% in wherever you are. You know, once I'm done with this, why I've been saying I have to improve instead of getting better. Uh, I like the word improve because getting better uh, is a weak, weak word. I like improvement. I like improve. You know, I, I really have also taken a, a notice to how I talk to myself. You know, what, what am I saying when I talk to myself? You know, one of the, what was it this morning? I, I was thinking about it. Um, I forgot what it was. Starting a business, so that's the easiest way, okay? You know, I, I know there's a lot of people. My sister, you know, she wants, she wants to become a, uh, you know, a global travel agent. If you don't follow her, it's boats on the go, uh, and she's great. There's always gonna be times where there's no balance. Yeah, exactly. Like right now, I'm not in a relationship. So that's, that's getting nothing. You know, there's, there's two girls that want to go out and we'll go out next week. But that, that's like, I don't give a shit about that, to be honest. But then once I have the systems in place and I've worked my ass off and I've built up. See, that's the thing is that people are going to see me at 42, 42 years old, which is in 10 years. And they'd be like, overnight success. But they don't see that I'm filming this on an iPhone with a $10 tripod that I got on Amazon. They don't see that no one is in this office because I was a shitty, 
uh, I, I didn't have, I wasn't a shitty manager. I just didn't have the systems in place. I didn't have the culture in place. I didn't have the mindset in place. I thought I could do it alone when I couldn't do it alone. These are all mistakes that would literally crush a business. But the number one thinking, the number one thinking that you have to go into a business is sales. And I said it yesterday and everyone agreed. These are guys making tons of dough. You know, the, the one guy, um, he was, he's on uh, Dr. Drew's show all the time, getting the comments really late. Um, yeah, it takes a while. I don't know. It's, by the way, it's not me, Erwin. <laughs> I'm controlling it. Like I have like a, a statistician. This is the thing. I said it last night. If you don't focus on sales, if you don't focus on getting customers, if you don't focus on that in the beginning part of your day, you're fucked. That's it. No one has went out of business because they, because they had too much cash. No one went out of business because they had too many sales. Okay? Maybe they had a scaling problem that they had, but if there is a back order of sales, that means that's a good thing, by the way. Okay? Maybe they scaled too quickly and they didn't have the infrastructure or the sales to meet those needs. Case in point is pets.com. They had a, you know, someone could look it up. I know Chris is going to look it up what, $150 million of money within 18 months out of business, okay? How do you spend $150 million? That's $10 million a month in your brand new company. That Okay, bootstrap it or you get investment. I say bootstrap it because that really shows that that's kind of like the, the, um, the owner of the restaurant becoming a dishwasher, then a maitre d', then a waiter, then a bartender, then a manager, then the owner, okay? You go through that progression. You get confidence, you go through the grind, you understand you're empathetic to all these jobs. Um, I would say that is the number one thing, is you have to, if you have a passion, leave it in the comments below. I don't know what your, your you know, I know Irwin's in real estate. Um, you know, I, I know Irwin's also posting more, which is great. You know, that, 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 that level of confidence comes by consistently doing it. You know, you see something at, you know, in New York City, you see something, you say something, but when you see something, you're like, I'm reading a book, this would be great for people to see that I'm doing this, you post it, okay? Leave it in the comments below. You know, Chris, what's the business you wanna start? Or, I don't know. Um, I would say that if you have an, an, a deep desire, I'll, I'll leave you with this, is that Tim Ferriss said something, very interesting, and then I'll leave it because it's 9.30. Uh, Tim because people ask him all the time, should I write a book? And he says, if you have such a deep, because he said it's so fucking hard. It is so hard to write a book. People think you sit there and just write and it just, it flows. No, you've never written a book. That's why I can't judge because I write long form copy on Instagram now and they're going to be coming out in the next couple of days. I've, I've scheduled it out. It is really hard. You put out a really bad product then you tweak it a little bit, and then you completely just, <laughs> you just flip it upside down. You're like, I can't believe I even thought that was good. That was a good caption. You know, the wording, the sentences, you know, it's coming off wrong, things like that. It's the same thing with a book, is, you know, the, the on writing by, what's his name, said, you just need to do two hours of writing a day, and that's a successful day. Even if you wipe out the entire chapter, or the entire words that you did the day before, or the week before, you have to write every single day. Seth Godin has said the same thing. Going back to Tim Ferriss, he says something very interesting. Tim Ferriss said he, four hour work week. Yeah, exactly. That is exactly it. 
Um, so Tim Ferriss said something very interesting and he said, because it's so hard writing a book, imagine starting a business. So that's writing a book on steroids, okay? Starting a business is, if, it's, if there is such a deep desire and the pain is worse staying inside without actually doing it with a book or a business, then do it. If the pain is worse by keeping it inside, then releasing what you, your, your, your grace to the world, then do it. But if the pain and you're like, eh, I don't know if I should, don't do it. Don't do it. Because when things hit the fan, you're gonna fold, collapse. It's really what it comes down to. I'll, I'll give you my, I'll give you my mindset. When I was at Halstead Property, I was doing, I did $184,000 in six months, so, and I took home half of that, so 90,000. And I needed to do that, actually it might have been 210, I think it was 210, because I reached a milestone. So I took home 110 in six months. I had to do that to keep my, uh, my seat, or else I was gonna get fired. I actually said this yesterday, this is actually a really good point that I'm gonna make right now. And I've already said it before, but it's a good, excellent reminder. I walk into my manager's office. I wasn't producing anything. I, I did like maybe a thousand dollars in each month for six months. My manager pulls me into the office. He says, "You know, you're going to be giving up your desk to Dean, and Dean is a new agent. She's coming in." I said, "Oh fuck, where am I going to go?" And he goes, "You're going to be sharing a desk." I know. I've already talked about this story, but there's going to be a point. And I told, I said it yesterday to the guy that uh, is feeling a little um, distraught that his business isn't taking off because he had one sale. And um, my manager, but you convince yourself that you might, especially in psychology, yeah, listen, it's, e it's easier said than done. So he tells me, you're gonna be sharing a desk and everything else. I said, how much do I need to produce? He said, at least 184,000, and then um, I'll definitely give you the desk back. So I'll never forget this, it was July, you know, you know, six months in, July, it was hot out and everything else. I remember walking out into the sun and it was like a gremlin <laughs> walking out and I was like, oh, like the sun hit me, it was hot out, people were buzzing and I just didn't feel any of the energy. I just, I remember, I probably looked like I was about to collapse and die because it's, it's kind of one of those things where you're at a smaller firm. I took your advice on, sat, on uh, saturation. I have a client on the side. I was thinking of quitting. That's it. That's it. That's all you need is that one micro win. It's not at the outcome of getting the client. It's the effort that was into getting that client. It's the effort. It is always the effort. It is always the effort. People look at the outcome and that's why they think they should have more clients. They should be more busy. You know, they should have more money. They should have a better body. They should have a better relationship because they're looking at the outcome, but they're not looking at that tough conversation you need to have to have a great re relationship. They don't look at the amount of sales calls that you need to make to get that sale. Okay, they look at the outcome. They look at the beautiful new listing of a $2 million place that I put on, but they don't know that I got that client one year ago. He listed with another agent, then he listed it on his own, and I was still in touch. Nobody sees that. Nobody sees that. We did a property tour for free. I paid $400 for a property tour for free to get that listing. All right, so, you know, that's the thing is they see the outcome of a $2 million place. And by the way, it's gonna be a tough sell. It's gonna be a tough sell. It's not the best market right in that little niche. I'll post about it too. Once, once we're in contract, I'll post about it. It was not easy. They see, they see the outcome. They see it. Um, I would say that the best book on effort is Deep Work by Cal Newport. I walk out. Um, 
Tim Grover, yeah, obviously relentless. Yeah, that that really dials it down too, which is, there's no bullshit in that. Um, I walk out and you have one of two options and this happens in life all the fucking time. Do I stay in real estate and bust my ass and try and make $184,000 or do I take the easy route, which most people do. And I'm not, there's nothing wrong with taking the easy route, which is, you know what? Real estate's not for me. And that's the number one question that you get asked when shit hits the fan is basketball for me? Is football right for me? Is sales right for me? Is starting a business right for me? Is going to the gym right for me? Is relationships, is approaching girls, is it networking? Is this right for me? We always, could be a different form, the way the question is asked, but we always ask, is waking up early right for me? Oh my God, Charles, Charles has the sniffles? I don't know if waking up early is right. You know, I, I, I literally, this happens not all the time. I would say like it, it's happened twice this year where I wake up and I get the sniffles. By the way, it was this is the end of it. You know, it, I get the sniffles, I drink a, a ton of water and then it's gone. You know, you, you eat well, you take care of yourself, you have the mindset. I'm in the process of making that girl like me but I'm always the partner being jealous, decide to grow stuck in this state. Uh, to get over jealousy, this is the number one thing you need to do. Be busy, be busy, improve yourself. Improve yourself. You know, the quote's out there. You know, the, the, the best uh, revenge is massive success. The best revenge. Getting back at my, not getting back at, but I'm a competitor. I'll, I'll give, you know, and, and then I'll finish the story with um, everyone asked that, that same question. I was at the gym, this girl to my right, actually the girl to my left, very attractive, very attractive. Um, and I'm friends with her. I think she wants to go out, but it's, I don't know. Yeah, she's like tall and you know, she's not really my type, uh, but she's stunning, unbelievably stunning, incredible mindset and she works, she has a job and she owns a, um, an Ikea place or Ichi or whatever, the, however the fuck you say that. And then the girl to my right, I noticed on the burpees was going as fast as me and then started going faster and I was like, fuck, I was like, this girl's competing with me, but you're not making eye contact in the mirror, she's just right there, and then you notice that you're competing against each other, so then we go on the 30 second break to get water and then come back in. So I'm, uh, I'm leaving, or uh, I'm going outside, I was like, you're competing with me, aren't you? And she, like, she does like a giggle and everything else. That's the kind of mindset you need. The mindset isn't, oh my God, this person is competing with me, I don't know if I'm gonna win. Okay, you need, as Chris mentioned, Tim Grover's mindset of, I'm a killer. I'm a killer. That's who Jordan was. He was competing against the inner demon of himself. David Goggins, watch his interviews. He competes with that inner demon, you know, the massive success from all the terrible things that happened to him. People call him the N-word. You know, people doubting him, him fat. He, so I talked about that question, which is he was exterminating bugs. He was already in the military. I think uh, left or whatever, wanted to become a SEAL, didn't really work out because he was too fat, overweight, didn't meet health conditions and everything else. Um, Help the bear, <laughs> that's an awesome quote. Um, and this is the thing is he, so he was exterminating uh, uh, ro uh, roaches, which is by the way, the worst thing. Um, I haven't seen a roach, you see him in the streets, which is not a big deal, rats killed in the street or whatever. I'd never want to see that, you know, my apartment. but. He was exterminated in the corner of his, uh, the place that he was doing it, and then he, he said he hit the mother nest, which is you know where they're all born and everything else, and they just started spraying everywhere, they're all over him, and then he made the decision 
right then and there, he said, do I stay here and keep it, this is my life, I'm an exterminator, or do I push myself, lose 80 pounds, get into shape and go into the seals? You know, that's, that's your growth is more important than her, if you focus on her, than your business, she, yeah, yeah, you, you, should, you should always focus on yourself. Okay, that sounds very self-centered because if you don't focus on yourself and you put all of your energy into it, I'll give you, I'll give you two examples. If you, there's this, uh, this girl that I had a crush on. I, I went to visit her, or I actually went to visit my buddy and I met her. It was in, um, I'm not gonna say the school. But anyway, ended up meeting her and we became friends. I tried to date her and she denied me. And then she started following me on Instagram. And this is the funny thing is, she recently got married. Her husband, puts 100% of his effort into her. All of his posts are, I love you, uh, I can't believe, I can, uh, you know, happy nine year anniversary and whatever, kind of great, I had the same thing, walked off and construction. Exactly, you just have enough. So he puts all of his energy into her. She doesn't want that, okay? She wants to be a part of your life just as much as you wanna be a part of her life, okay? That's the way the business is being made. If, if I took every, everyone's comment, that's like, being, uh, being the guy of a sponge and taking everyone's comment and then saying, you know what, okay, you know what, you're right. Maybe I should do more Pinterest. Maybe I should not do these live videos. Maybe I should do, and you're taking everyone's comment, but no, you keep on your path, you keep on your journey, and then you just get this, you get this is actually really good information. That's really great. You know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do Instagram posts, actually better captions, actually better photos, actually we're gonna hire a videographer, and you're just getting pinged along your journey. That's that's life, that's the journey as journey, as they say, all right? So I made that one decision, which was, you know what, fuck this guy, I, 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 I need an outlet. You know, my brother said, this is not a good idea. When I left finance in 2009, my, uh, th my boss at the time, uh, so he's basically her slave. He's not, listen, it, they don't know, because he's so in love, but he's not on his purpose. That's the thing is, to a guy, it's purpose. For a woman, it's comfort. That's it, okay? I don't care what anyone says. The guy needs a purpose, he needs a mission, he needs to know what to do. That's why we like construction. That's why we like building things. That like we need to do something. We're not the guys, we're not, we're not the people or the, the gender that's gonna go out and comfort and everything else. That's, that's, that's a woman's role. The guy's role is discipline. My dad, if he was like, oh Charles, you're the greatest, I'd be a soft little bitch right now. It's really what it comes down to. You know, Tim Grover would be t having his, <laughs> he would be, yeah, he would have a field day with me. So I made that decision when Richard, my old uh, manager said, you need 184,000 in six months to get your desk back. That's when I made the decision. I said, he's, he's the guy that I'm gonna do my massive success. And by the way, my massive success at 210,000 in six months um, was his success but I needed someone, now it's me, okay? Yeah, there's some inner demons now, but as any of these guys, you know, Jordan, uh, you know, Phelps, you know, LeBron, it's always them now, it's always them, okay? So if you wanna start a business, you need those inner demons. You need when it's really hard, when it's snowing, when you have the sniffles like you do, or you don't wanna wake up early, or do you, want, you don't wanna to go to the gym, or you wanna take the day off because you're going to Omaha tomorrow and it's for a real estate conference with industry leaders. Oh, it's gonna be such a nice day. Okay, 
What's gonna make you get out of bed after coming home from a mastermind at 10 p.m., wake up at 4.50, go to the gym, crush it, beat the girl to your right, come do this, and then do all the tasks. That, that's the inner demon that you need to find to be able to be successful. That could be someone that doubted you. Or the other way, which is, I just wanna be the best version of myself. Whatever that is for you, all right? So I'm gonna hop off right now. I think if you can't um, find the time every single day to do at least an hour and a half towards your business, it's not right for you. That's the conclusion. That is the conclusion. Because it is so much more hard. It's so much harder than you think. And I'm not saying that because, you know, it's just to stay in business. To start a business is easy. You just buy a website and you pay 60 bucks for licensing or whatever. Uh, so next live stream is Friday. I don't know. Uh, yeah, definitely because my, my flight lands at nine and, and then it's a 10 minute drive to the conference and the conference starts at 8.30. I would rather fly in tomorrow than come in today. It's just like, it's Omaha. What the fuck am I gonna do there? Um, and then tonight, actually one of my good friends, she's, uh, it's her, she's graduating from law school. That's a perfect example of someone that she doesn't wanna really be at law school. Like, it, it's just that people are doing things because they're being told what to do. There, there's two things, I'll leave you with this. People are scared and people are tired. That's it. You look around this world and that's all you see. If you want to just stand out, just a little bit, just not be scared, not, okay, that's a bad way to say it, is say when you're scared, I'm excited, or think of the reason why you're doing this. I'm doing it for my kids, I'm doing it for myself, I'm doing it, da da da. If you're tired, that's easy. You just get more sleep, okay? I know I'm gonna get sleep, say on Friday when I wake up and I'm on Long Island and I'm walking with my dad because it's Mother's Day weekend and then we're playing, you know, I know I'm gonna get at least eight hours and then next week I'm gonna make up for it, okay? I'm not worried about that. But if you consistently are tired or you're scared, you're going nowhere in life and that's why personal development and self-development is vital. It's vital, it's vital. Work on yourself, everything else will get attracted into you because you'll start to understand the world is a little bit easier if you play the game right. You play the game right. And it's about longevity, it's about persistence within that longevity. So, have an awesome day. Obviously 40 minutes right now. Um, and then leave your comments below. I, I, I know what I'm gonna be talking about because I know Chris mentioned obviously shampoo and deodorant and things like that. That's more um, practical and you know that's easy for me to talk about because um, especially with laundry, detergent, things like that. There's so much stuff that we put in and on ourselves, it's brutal. So have an awesome day. See you guys either uh, Thursday or Friday. Enjoy your day.